Round one. Fight, 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 fight. Hi, hello, Whiffle Nation, and welcome to the 2023 NWA Tournament Team Preview Podcast Show, otherwise known as the NTTPPS. I'm your host, Carl Coffey. It's good to be back. I actually have a co-host today. His name's Caden Irwin. How are you doing, Caden? Good, Carl. How are you? Hey, it's good, man. It's real good. I'm dusting off the microphone, and uh, we're going to try to knock out some preview shows. Do it. Yeah, so this, this tournament started in 2012. So that would make this the da, 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 the twelfth year, right? Yep. Yep. Easy math there. Twelfth year. Okay. So listen, I actually uh, co-founded the tournament, co-created it with Chris Galloway, and when I say co-created, I gave him some good ideas, and he said these these ideas are okay, but we're gonna make it a lot better, and the rest is history. But we're gonna talk about the Leroy Wiffle Association, the LWA riot, in a little bit. First off, I just want to I just want to talk a little bit about Jacob Davy, who is he is the man directing this tournament. And after it left Morenci, it was between him and and Dudas to take over. And then there was this thing called COVID nineteen, and they're going to cancel the tournament. But at the last second, Davy said, oh, "I'll I'll take it this year." And he kind of threw together this masterpiece. I say threw with quotes because it was actually a really good tournament. And he proved, he he proved that he was a top-notch tournament director then and there. But they already made the decision. They said, "All right, the CCW guys, they earned the right to host this tournament." They took over 21-22. And listen, you know about Dudas and his league. It's a great league, one of the best fields in the country. And and the Will League isn't as big. So I kind of always thought David should have this tournament because Dudas already has something that's that's big. He doesn't have. The time or energy to put together a great national tournament, and I kind of I was trying to tell people that, but I got kicked off the committee. That's okay. But listen, anyways, two years, and now Davey has it, and I hope he keeps the keys. I hope they let him keep them, even though they're saying HRL is going to have the tournament next year. Maybe they'll throw it over to Minnesota for a year, bring it back to PA. I don't know. I really I'm not of the loop, Caden. I'm pretty much just saying I'm glad Davey has it. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Davey, from what I've seen so far, he's done a great job. I'm excited for the Friday night. Um, fun night that he's put together. I think it's going to be a really good time. And for, if he, if it was thrown together so quick like it was in 2020, how good it went. I can't wait to see what he's got going after he, he's known that he's had the tournament for a while. So yeah. I don't want to I'm not pissing on Brendan Dudas or anything, and I, I know that first tournament he had when the weather was great. It looked it looked nice, and last year the weather yeah. was poo poo, and they didn't get 16 teams, and it was just, eh, let's move on. But I'm not going to dwell on the past. There's no need for that. I'm just saying, I saw in the beginning, as soon as I met Davey, I think in 2017, I was like, all right, this is one of the young guys who can take this tournament over. And I'm glad he is. All right. Yep. So I did uh, some 16 and 16s, 18 and 18s, I think, in 28, 20, 2018, 2019, and 2021. So it's not going to be exactly like that. Uh, it already has a different name, you know. It's Like I said, this is the NTTPPS. It flows right off the tongue, you know. NTTPPS, right? 
and yeah. we're not going in any sort of order. I message all the captains and teams, then they're giving me their rosters, and if you give me their roster, I'll knock out a show sheet and I'll knock out a, a show, and and maybe I'll double up on some teams. It's really kind of, it's really kind of loose, and you know the yeah. old the old eighteen eighteens. It was a scheduling nightmare. And it, it, yeah. it took a lot of time. So, uh, but I think they'll be entertaining. And sometimes I'll have a uh, player or coach on the t- from the from the team on. Sometimes I'll have a a guest who has nothing to do with with the team, like you. You have nothing to do with Leroy Whiffle, right? Nope. You, do you even know what all. state they play in? Indiana. All right, no. that's all right. So yeah, the minimum requirements. Caden Irwin knows right. they're from Indiana. They've played in three national tournaments. They started actually in 2016. The last year we we're in Ohio. And then they came back the first year in Marenzi. And then they played in 2021. And this, this is the Nationals only record. In the past, when I went by year by year record, I would include regionals. I don't care about that anymore. So they have a lifetime record of 11 and 10. And did you know, Caden? This is a new segment I'm going to have in the NTT PPS shows. Uh, did you know that their 159 batting average is the third worst in NWA tournament history for teams that only played in Nationals. Third worst, 159. Did you know it was that bad? Goodness gracious. Uh, lower than my batting, or higher than my batting. Stop average. it. They can I only thought. go up from here. So this, <laughs> so this is a uh, this is a team that has a full coaching staff. Tyler Walk, he's going to be managing after managing the GBL team for goodness eight years or something, and he was a uh, 2021 champ with GBL. He's also bringing along Greg Geerling, Mike Kabaki Jr., and Carter Vandegreed. They got a first base coach, third base coach, and even a second base coach, you know? I'm just kidding. I don't know what that third guy's doing. Maybe he'll stand on the sideline. All right, but here's the roster. There's some familiar names, Caden. Wes Ellis, Ryan Gallagher, Ryan Vogus, Kyle Gagliardi, Ian, Garavilia, Coldier, Dwarf, Mason, Kapouch, and Jackson Buzia. Now listen, some of those names are familiar. Some of them I probably butchered. But there's a name that's missing. And my first burning question, which is another segment I'll have in the NTT PPS shows. But three burning questions. The first, has the premier NWI team, which is Northwest Indiana, Caden, how will life without Caleb Yankman be? Oh, man. Uh, it'll be interesting, I think, to see what they do. Obviously, he's their number one arm um, from the last year, although West pitched so well um, the year that we played him in 2021. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where what these guys that I don't know much about can step up to the plate and fill those shoes. Um, I feel like Caleb was kind of a coach on the field too so we'll see some, a pretty pretty big hole to fill uh, in a lineup so it'll be interesting to see I know he's not feeling too hot with his arm from last year the rumor on the street is so hopefully he's alright but it'll be interesting to see how it goes yeah Caleb played in seven national tournaments also missing is his brother Jared and one of the uh, the legends from GBL, obviously GBL's done, but uh, Jeremy Radichak. So there's a yeah. lot, a lot of legendary names missing. But this, listen, Caleb's gone. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a he's a champion. 
He's won awards as the best player in the country multiple times. But we can't talk about the past, right? What is that? How how would the guys who's listened to this show, who's who's on this team, feel if we just talk about the guys who are gone? Like they're gonna be mad at us. And and look, and El- Ellis is a star. He he is. He's a star. He is a star. He's a stud. He's he's their guy. And and two years ago, when the Leroy guys brought a team to Nationals, <clears throat> Vogus just came out of nowhere as their ace. And led them to a top eight finish out of nowhere. And Ryan Gallagher, no matter what kind of format you play, he's one of the most underrated whifflers in the world. Like, seriously. The dude's a stud. No one talks about how good he is. Plus, they have role players. And then they have these guys I've never heard of, Cole and Mason. Maybe they could be X-Factor rookies. You never know. Because you have yeah. to start out somewhere. Like, one year, Caden uh, Irwin was a rookie. Nobody knew who he was. Now you're a big name. 2016, Caleb Yankman was a rookie, right? Yeah. So there's a reason these guys are on a national team in a league that has many, many players. So I'd keep my eye on Cole and Mason, right? I agree. All right. We just talked well-rounded team. And is Wes Ellis the ace, or do you think it's going to be some sort of ace by committee? I think he's the ace. I mean, he pitched so well the year we played him, 2021, for GBL. I think he, he'll be their ace. Unless one of these rookies, you know, is throwing heat. I mean, mm. there's always been – someone's got to step up, right? Yeah. But Wes, the way he pitched a couple of years ago, if he keeps that up, I think he'll be their ace, no question. Oh, goodness, yes. So he uh, he's no longer the 1A. Right, and I'm gonna I'll say his name one more time. I, I love Caleb, but you know we can't we don't need to talk about him anymore. He's no longer Robin, right? He give him the cape. He's the Dark Knight. Wes is now Batman, right? He's Batman. Wes Ellis is Batman. It's his team. It's his team. There's a reason yep. when when I got the roster from the manager, who was the first name he wrote down? Wes Ellis, right? It's his team. They'll go as far as he takes them, right? Yep. You think you can win a tournament if your ace doesn't show up? Come on. No. Seriously, yeah, no way, right? You got to win at no. least two games in, in in the in the round robin, uh, not the round robin, in the double elimination playoffs if you're the ace. Yep. Minimum. You probably should win three. It's his team. Yeah. There's no ace by committee. You know, I don't know who their number two will be. I don't know how good Vogus's arm is. He's also been playing a lot of years. But it's Wes's team. He's Batman. Booyah. We agree there. All right, Caden Irwin. Caden Irwin playing with MLW this year. We'll get to that later. But listen, they have an 11-10 lifetime record, this Leroy team, Caden Irwin. So that screams slightly better than average, right? And they've played since 2016, but they've played so sporadically. You know, 2016, 2017, skip four years. But a lot of these players on this team have played for other leagues. And uh, so they've never really broke through. I remember that 2017 team. They were, they were, uh, they were ready to make a run, right? That first year in Morenci, they just ran out of gas. But how is will this team break through, Caden Irwin? Um, I think, like you said earlier, it's how far West takes them and their experienced guys. Um, and they're going to need a rookie or two to step up in big moments. Um, you know, it's not going to be just the veteran guys only. In order to make a run, you got to have 
be able to fire on multiple cylinders, so you got to have a rookie or a new guy step up big time um, to back up Wes and their other veterans. So I think uh, I think they need some some rookie uh, magic going on <laughs> to break through. That's a perfect answer because when you have role players. It's good to have a role player who understands the rules, who can play good defense, who can take a walk, who can get you a couple hits. But when you put a rookie on a team or some, or an unknown, like that's not just a roster filler. You want them to make a difference, right? You, you want them to, you know, to pitch a big game in in the DE playoffs and get you a win. So that's a great answer. So yeah, they do have a, an experienced manager and. And some might say it's it's a wiffle tournament. Manager? Like who cares? I don't know. I kinda think it's cool to have a manager. Maybe I'm old school. But they do and they also have really solid veteran leadership. Yeah, Ratajack and the Ryankmans are gone, but uh goodness, Gallagher's been playing for so long. So has Vogus. And um and the manager walk, like I said, I think it's his eighth or ninth year. So they've been here. And they have guys on this team who have a national championship. They won in 2021 with GBL, right? And if you know the Northwest yeah. Indiana scene, like a lot of people play Orable, Griffleball, Leroy. Like, yeah, a lot of the Orable guys may not play those other two formats, but the GBL and Leroy guys, they're all one and the same. Like, I don't know how many people only played in one of those. If you played in GBL, you played in Leroy and vice versa. Yeah. Another thing, Caden, like I just said, GBL, Leroy. It used to be like a team A, team B kind of quote-unquote drama thing. And now, you know, it's not there anymore. There's no longer an A team or a B team. Like, why is this guy on this team? Why is this guy on that team? There's just one Northwest Indiana team. It's the Leroy team, right? GBL is dead. Yeah. It's only Leroy. These are the guys that care. They brought their eight, eight guys, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, I always say that term house money. And it's not house money because house money, you know, it doesn't really make sense. But it kind of is in a way that I think they're going to be loose. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be nervous. Yeah. It's not going to be like, you know, last year with GBL after they won the tournament. It's like championship or bust, you know? Like, you're kind of a, bit, yeah. a little bit nervous. Like, these Leroy guys, I, I think they're just going to be loose. A lot of them, there's a lot of veterans on the team. They know what it takes to win. They know the format, right? So they're not, they're not going to play tight. They're just going to go there, you know, have fun. And they're going to win some games. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. All right, so how how um, how far do you think they'll go? Because um, right now I think 14 teams are signed up. They're really trying hard to get to 16. And in the past, I was always like, okay, top eight is two double elimination wins. I don't exactly know what format they're kind of is, but... Um, where do you have them? Do you have them in the top two, top four, top eight, top 12? What do you think? I think for sure top eight. Um, I think that they, like we talked earlier, for them to break through, they got to have some rookies step up in order to get into the final four. So I think that their top four would be their ceiling, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but I think that they can get into the eight, no question. It also depends on, like, maybe one of their rookies is just throwing heat, and you got West to back them up and you just go one two one two punch and you know you make a run so yeah, yeah. i think for sure top eight yeah i'm also top to be there like they get to the final four that's as far as they would go that's well said i don't even have to really say anything because i pretty much have the exact same thoughts and 
and I say easily top eight. If they don't finish top eight, extreme disappointment. They're driving back to Indiana with their heads down, and be like, "What the heck just happened here? How did we not finish in the top eight? I think they have a great chance at the top four. Also, top six usually means three double elimination wins. So, yeah, um, I kind of have them in the uh, five six range if I had to put a gun to my head. But um, if they finish the top eight, four, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, listen, is they got. I think they have a really, really good chance to make a run, just like you said. So yeah. I don't need to repeat what you said. So that was perfect insight. Caden Irwin, thank you very much. Thanks, Carl. So that's our first show, and we're going to knock out some more of these. Listen, this is the 2023 NWA tournament. It's the 12th year. It's going to be great. So for Caden Irwin, I'm Carl Coffey. Talk to you next time. See you.